Hey guys, what is up and welcome back to the show. Today, it's me and it's the first time, yes, it's the first time I've ever had a co-host on my show. It is me and my friend Evan. Um, We are talking a lot of college football, basically exclusively college football. We talk about last weekend. We talk about some exciting teams to watch out for, all that type of stuff. Just a mega cast of college football for like 50 minutes. If you don't want to tune in the whole time, I can probably understand, but this is one you probably don't want to miss. These groundbreaking on the All Eyes on Sports podcast. I hope you enjoy. Um, and I don't know. So see you for now. the first time I've ever done this. It's kind of cool. Oh, Anchor? Well, first time doing, like, group podcast with someone. Oh, do you usually use, like, do you, is that, is Anchor what you use usually? Well, so it's, it's, it's free, so I use that, but I use, like, another software to record huh. and stuff, and then I put it on Anchor, and that's free, so it's kind of nice. Yeah. All right. All right, yeah, so what are you, what are you trying to talk about today here? All right, well, what, what do we want to talk about first? Um, I mean, we can we can talk about our teams from this past weekend if you want to start off with that. Yeah, we we yeah we can reference that real quick. Like, I I don't really want to go into like full detail on William Mary because I don't I honestly don't really have a lot to say. But like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah. Um, I mean, we could go over the rankings too. And... Yeah, why don't why don't we why don't we start with that? We can start about with recapping this past weekend uh, college football. Yeah. We can start with the top twenty five. So, yeah, exactly. I mean, if there's any, are there any games in particular we want to talk about? There's obviously, I know you watched the Kentucky Ole Miss game. I know we watched yeah, the and, and, and honestly, again. We, we can go, we can go through like every team. Like we don't need to spend detail, detailed time going over that, but we can just be like, like we can talk about Alabama and you know Georgia. Yeah, let's just start with Alabama to be honest, because honestly, that game, I feel like yeah, we'll just start with one and go down. Well, Alabama's not number one, but yeah, yeah, they are. No, they're and, number two. No, look at the AP pool now. Did they get put back at number one? Yeah, they're number one now. Oh dang! Oh yeah, I guess. I mean, I guess Georgia's kind of, despite winning, they've kind of sold the last two weeks in a way. You know. Yeah, I definitely want to mention Georgia. Did you just um, drink water? Yeah, I spilled it. <laughs> I spilled it on my all over myself. <laughs> all right, yeah, but yeah. So I mean, like, they, they only beat Kent State by like seventeen or whatever. Who? Uh, Georgia did. They only beat Kent State by like seventeen two weeks ago, uh, and, they, and then they almost sold against um, almost sold against Missouri. Yeah, yeah. So we, 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 we,
That was right. that was such a disappointing game because I wanted Missouri to win. Dude, that it was so it was it was I mean, it was one of those games where you you know Georgia's gonna win in the end, but they should not have won the game. No, they shouldn't have. Like you just knew they were, they were gonna find a way at the end of Although yeah. I feel I just feel I still feel like Missouri's pretty good because if you look at what they've done, I mean they're still in SC. They just sold against Auburn. Um yeah. like they just dropped the football. If anything, he should have gone down if he he shouldn't have been trying to play aggressive like that because I feel like either gone out of bounds and and it's first and goal with the one. Worst case they kick a field goal and it goes to double overtime. Yeah, and l- let's be honest here. Missouri Apart from a few small mistakes, Missouri Missouri should be four and one. Yeah, I agree. I mean, like they beat Louisiana Tech, they beat Abilene Christian. Those are two the two games that they should win. Um, Auburn, they just dropped the football. Georgia, they they could have won, but e- even though they were winning, that's not a bad loss, anyways. Their only bad loss is Kansas State. But really, at this point, Kansas State yeah. is like. And I mean, they're ready. gonna. Let's see. I mean, they're gonna have a tough time making a bowl game with this schedule, but still. Like it's not like they're bad. Yeah, at they, all. with them, like if they if they were in any other conference but the SEC. Yeah, that's they, what they I could be. Except for Vanderbilt, I really feel like every single SEC team would be like a lot better in another conference. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. Because it's just the SEC. That's just what, like, but the game they're going to be games like they have to beat New Mexico State. They're going to have to beat South Carolina. They're going to have to beat Vanderbilt if they want any chance because they're yeah. going to have to get one win against either Florida, Kentucky. Arkansas or Tennessee, which they're not beating Tennessee. They're probably not beating. How did Arkansas go unranked after this week? That 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 is a good question. I was thinking about that last night, and I'm like, yeah, I'm know. just I'm just looking at it now. They're such a better team. Like you know, they sold they sold against um uh what's their name Texas A and M, and then Alabama. They, they was, should have won that game. And really, they could have beaten Alabama. I feel like they were. They were kind of right there. They're down twenty-eight zero, and then they go on a twenty-three nothing run. And then they decide to sell again. Yeah, I also I also want to talk about Alabama's backup quarterback. <laughs> he's literally God, that he's guy's so, a monster. Yeah, I know. It's like I don't know. It just looked weird without it being Bryce Young. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Can like my internet work, please? I don't know what it is, but sometimes ESPN just has. Sometimes it will load insanely fast, and other times it's just like. It has Down syndrome or something. <laughs> Honestly, I, I can I can agree with that. Sometimes I saw an, I saw an ESPN review one time where someone was gave it a one star because it took it eight seconds to load. <laughs> and that that, <laughs> that was that was way too long. It can't take eight seconds for ESPN to load. Yeah. Don't All right. Are, you ready to start this up? All right. Yeah. Well, we already have. It's already been five minutes, but that's our intro kind of type thing. Wait, what? We we started already? <laughs> yeah, we started already. All right. Oh. All right, but what do we what we're starting off with which game first? Number one, Alabama. Or number two, Alabama. Yeah, well, we're just gonna go off the last week's rankings. So number well, yeah, so so shouldn't we start off with number one Georgia then? Yeah, we'll go I'll go to week five rankings. Yeah, just go 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 to this past weekend's rankings. So um Georgia, I mean I honestly, I'm I'm getting the impression now that Georgia's not gonna win the championship anymore. I agree with that you because know, they lost a lot of talent to the draft, and the these past two games have not been good for them. Let's just no, say. they haven't. I mean, they're it's 
other than the Oregon game, there's no game that they've played that's really stood out to me. Like they beat Samford. That's Samford, right? Um, and then and then they beat South Carolina at South Carolina by 41, which I know South Carolina they're not that good, but 41 points it is still kind of a lot. Um, and then really Kent State, the Kent State game, they still won it pretty easily, but that's a game where I felt like it's slightly concerning that they did win that quicker because. They paid them $5 million to come in there and get their butts whooped, basically. But they didn't really, and they'd scored. So Alabama had given – or not Alabama. Georgia had given up 10 points in the first three games combined. They gave up 22 to Kent State at home. Yeah, and I would just like to add, you know, they have three pretty easy games coming up on their schedule. They're, they're versus Auburn, Vandy, and Florida. And so I think they're going to get all three of those wins. But yeah. Then, then it gets tough. They're, they're versus Tennessee and then at Miss State and Kentucky. So they're going to have to get their act together if they want to prove that they're a champion, yeah. a true championship contender. Like, are they are they top 10? Yeah, for sure. But I don't, I just, right this instant, I don't really see them. Like, they're going to beat Georgia Tech easily. They should be able to beat Kentucky, right? But, and Miss yeah. State. But it's just like the Tennessee game concerns me a little bit. Yeah, um, I mean, if that was on the if that was on the road, I honestly might predict that Tennessee there. Yeah, I mean, Tennessee is just another one of those teams that's kind of come up in the SEC this year because they were. Remember how they were they were hit with all those like recruiting violations and stuff. Yeah, and, and, still and good. they had a bad coach too. Yeah, and they're still good now with their new guy. I think they extended him like five years already. Yeah, he's a great coach. He's yeah, really turned the program around. Yeah, in like five games or like a year. Especially Hendon Hooker, like he's been so much better. Since yeah, man. He out of Tech. Yeah, I agree. I love Hendon Hooker now. I mean, honestly, he Same. should have been the permanent starter at Tech the whole time because, and I feel like Fuente was just making him worse as well because Fuente is not a very good coach. I feel like mm-hmm. so. I feel like once as soon as he got out of Tech and he goes to like a really good team, he's playing even better against these SEC teams than he was against the ACC teams. So like, mm-hmm. I feel like it's just the new program that's kind of just been able to. Bring him up, if you know what I mean. Yeah. And what another thing I would say is for this this year so far, I feel like out of any year, it could really be anybody's championship. Like, yeah. more, like more of like usually it's either one or two teams competing for it. But I feel like it honestly could be four or five teams. Yeah. That could like, do it. honestly, Clemson, again, they're another team. They're obviously top ten. They should be top ten. But I don't remember exactly what it was, but it was some stat and and – if you're trying to prove that you're one of the best teams, like they gotta, they they have to be way forced in regulation if they're if they're trying to say, hey, we sh- we could be number one right now. Yeah, right, right. So I mean, it's gonna be a challenge. That defense is really good, but it's just we don't, you know, Wake Forest and NC State are both really good teams. Yeah, we don't see that college football playoff level of competition regular season. So yeah, and especially because the ACC, there is just the ACC, just not. Yeah, I can easily now that they've gotten out of their stuff. I can really see them beating Syracuse, Florida State, Louisville, Miami, and South Carolina. Like South Carolina, Miami, Louisville, those are all three like easy games that for for Clemson. Yeah, and look, see, I I could I could easily see Clemson, you know, like winning winning out the rest of their season and winning the ACC championship. But I still think, unless they're winning very, very convincingly, that yeah. it's gonna, it's still gonna be a question mark come college football playoff time. Yeah, like, you, like you look at Alabama, they're they're beating, like they just beat Arkansas, who's a very good team by like 
24 points at Arkansas. Yeah. Um, and and Clemson's only beaten NC State by 10 at home. NC right. State, no disrespect, they're good, but I don't think they're number 10. I don't think they should have been number 10 last week. Yeah, and I especially I saw that during their narrow win against ECU in the week one. I know I know it's week one, but I was like, that, I mean, yeah, they should have lost. They, they should have lost. I actually watched that at the end of that yeah, game. They, I was they, watching the end of that game. Did too. you see, like, the missed extra point? And yeah, then the I defense mean, – the defense gets a three and out, and then he misses an inside the 50 field goal. And I had a friend that's an ECU fan. He was telling me apparently he was an All-American kicker last year. Yeah. Didn't really look like it there. Right. <laughs> All right. Let's move on to Ohio State. Ohio State, uh, right, Ben? Pretty expected win versus Rutgers. Yeah, it's Rutgers. Oh, did you pretty see the – did you see the fake – uh, the fake. Oh, the fake punt. Yeah. Yeah, when they're up by like like forty nine to ten. Yeah, didn't the coach get mad? The coach got mad. Um, and did you see off the return of the fake punt? The the punter was going out of bounds, and the Rutgers dude came up and clocked him, and then he got thrown out of the game. That, but that yeah, no, the Rutgers guy came up and clocked him out of bounds, and uh, he got thrown out of the game for it. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> Yeah, but honestly, I I see honestly CJ Stroud's the best best quarterback right now. He's impressed me more than than right. um you know like Bryce I, Young. He's played fundamentally sound, but he hasn't he doesn't have any stats that popped out at me. Yeah, if you know what and I mean, that, like and that and he'll have to wait to prove that later into SEC play. I feel like and and we don't even know if he, we don't even know if he's playing next week. I like I, yeah. Saban, I mean, Saban's Saban's saying he's he's day to day. Um, yeah, I mean, looking like I was watching the game, and he was he was in he was still suited up, standing with his helmet on on the sideline. Yeah, like so it if anything, like that's a sign to me that he'll play next week. Yeah, it almost looked like he was going to come back at some point. Right, right, yeah, um, yeah. But I mean, let's I, we kind of could jump around. Like we don't really need to spend much time talking about Utah beating Oregon State. Like obviously that was yeah, that, right, going to happen. Right. Like Ole Miss, Ole Miss, Kentucky. I know you watched that whole game. What are your thoughts from that? Um. So, I think Old Miss played a good game, but you know I'm gonna be honest here. I I'm I'm not a Kentucky fan, but I definitely do cheer for them because I just feel I like the whole underdog story yeah. with them. Um, but what I will say is I feel like Kentucky should have won that game because those the I me watching it, I feel like a lot of the penalties and a lot of the fumbles. Yes, the, those were technically Kentucky's fault, but I feel like Kentucky was the better team in that game. They just didn't come out on top. But props yeah. to Ole Miss for that win. That was a good yeah. Game. I mean, yeah, with that underdog, like the the their coach right now, I think it's like Stoops or whatever, right? Yeah. Uh, he he's he's there. He's been there for like ten, seven, eight, nine, ten years or something like that. That's the longest coaching tenure since the seventies. And in the in the recent history. Um, you can really call that because no coach has really been good enough to make Kentucky a good team. So, like, they've all just been fired, I feel like, in a few years. So, I mean, he's kind of – I feel like he's getting – he's starting to reach that point where – not yet, but he's starting to reach the point where it's like if he has a 6-6 six and six season, he's still going to be there next year. Like, because they, right. they know he's the guy. And, you know, like, I, I also think Stoops is not only a great coach, but I bet – even if Kentucky had this phenomenal season and made it to the SEC championship game, he wouldn't leave them to go to like a better school. Even I know, I know 
there's not many better schools, really. Yeah. Like, he wouldn't leave them to go to Auburn or something like that. Yeah, but because he's like, he's like, he's the, he's been the guy uh, that make Kentucky prominent in like the 21st century. Right. Like, like also, and, I mean, all right, what are your thoughts too about, so remember when uh, Levis fumbled the ball when they were driving with like two minutes left? Yes. Did, did you think that was targeting? You know, I did think that was targeting. That looked like a clear targeting to me. Yeah. But on in the official's defense, not only is that non-reviewable, it's it, it I mean, it was a hard angle. Like you had like the the way they showed it on TV was a very tricky angle that no ref would have had a clear view yeah, of. Yeah, exactly. And there's nothing he can do if he, like if he doesn't throw the flag, there's nothing he can do. Like it's yeah, you're right. Like it's not he can't go to the monitor for like we can't look for a penalty when there yeah. wasn't one, and, and unless it's called on the field, yeah, it's non-reviewable. So that that's kind of the problem. Yeah, exactly. And and I think I think what's really bringing Kentucky down, what's keeping them from being that uh, contender, they were talking about it the whole game. Kentucky's O line sucks. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's terrible. They've allowed I think like eighteen or nineteen sacks, and it. And that's what makes it more embarrassing. If you look at their schedule, they played Youngstown State, Miami of Ohio, and Northern Illinois to account to those, like, 18 sacks. And they're a top-10 right. SEC team. So you know that if they, they weren't doing that, then it, I feel like it would be a different story. Like, I feel like that safety might have not had happened. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, speaking of safeties, did they change the rule or something? Because I thought after a safety – I don't know if it's an NFL thing, but I thought after a safety they were supposed to do, like, the free safety punt, not kick it off like normal. Okay, so I actually learned this a couple weeks ago. It's I I actually only knew that it was, it was supposed to be a punt from Madden, but yeah, exactly. But <laughs> apparently, you can either you can pick to punt it or kick it. Oh, you, you can choose. Oh, okay. And so why wouldn't you choose to kick it? Because you can kick it farther. Yeah, most people choose to kick it. Although I guess you could, if you if you have confidence in your punter, you can be like, "Oh, we can pin him at the one." Yeah, well, I think I think if it goes out of bounds on that punt, then you can't. It's like the same rule as a kickoff. Yeah. Um, one thing to touch on on Kentucky, you know, with that old Miss loss, which it, I'm not gonna lie, that's not that's not a very um, it's it, it doesn't it doesn't look great. I would say. Because especially they, they, I mean, they played close with a bad Northern Illinois team, and that just, you know, it gives me a little bit of question mark vibes here. Like South Carolina, that's a must-win game. And yeah, then, and that's like they have Miss Mississippi State at home, which I think they could win that game. Yeah, but their real test of the season is going to be at Tennessee. That that's where they're going to have to define their season into, you know, if they still want to, if they still are going to try to be competitive to in the SEC East. They need to win that game before they head into Georgia. Yeah, I agree. They need to have as much confidence as they possibly can because I feel like now, like we, you and I talked about it before, whoever wins this game, they just have to beat their one other big guy, big, big guy, if you know what I mean, like other yeah. team, before they're going to the, – and with Ole Miss, it was they if they win this game, they go out and beat Alabama, they're going to Atlanta. Um, but it – Although it's actually it's actually harder for Kentucky even if they had won because they would have had to play Tennessee and Georgia. Yeah, yeah. So, but I I kind of see it as Tennessee versus Kentucky is like the semifinal before going to Big Boy. Georgia. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's as if the SEC or the conference conf, conferences were a tournament. 
see, and the good thing is that Ole Miss loss is really not. Besides, besides, I know this is looking way ahead, but if they if they were trying to make the playoff, the only that's the only reason that the Ole Miss loss would really affect them because, I mean, it all comes down to division wins. So yeah, that was not a division loss. So they are still with even with that, even if they had won that game, it wouldn't have been any different. Yeah, and what's yeah, a couple more things. I feel like what's gonna what's gonna prop up Al or or I, I, okay, Ole Miss before they have to play Alabama is their schedule in terms of Ole Miss's skill. Other than Alabama, they should win every single one of those games. It's gonna be Auburn at home. It's gonna be LSU. Texas A and M is gonna it's gonna be a tough game going to Texas A and M, but they should win that. And then after Alabama, it's gonna be Arkansas and Mississippi State. All those games, I feel like with the way Ole Miss has been playing, are all games that they should win before Alabama. You know, and another team I want to touch on is LSU. Okay. I, you know, I don't want to get too ahead of myself because they just got ranked this week, but I think LSU is good. Like, I I think, I think everybody was counting them out in the beginning of the season just because of how disastrous it was last year and And they had a lot of guys transfer away but I I truly think that they are good I don't think honestly I don't really think that they can beat Tennessee but if they can then they they could be also another uh, dark horse contender in the SEC uh, West I believe yeah dude okay so they beat so I feel like people started counting them out not only about last year, but all, but that was also kind of an Ed Ogeron retiring slash right, right. And he let, let's be honest here, he's not a good coach. Like he, he well, don't get too ahead of yourself. They did win the national championship. Yeah, but like that, it real. I mean that that team was all but NFL you, talent. That's true, but you can't you can't win a championship without a de- at least a decent head coach. Yeah, I guess you could say that. Like, I mean, yeah, they had Justin Jefferson, they had Jabbar Chase, they had. There, um, I'll, I'll just go with this. He's not a he's he I he's not a great coach. He's a, he's, he's a, a good decent coach. coach yeah. but Brian Kelly is a much better coach. Yeah, I agree because you know, he's. I feel like he's been Brian Kelly. I feel like he's not gonna. They're not gonna be insane right now, but I I would put money on that in like two or three years down the road they're gonna be a more prominent team than they were. Right, and I I, mean, I think. They were very prominent he, in the championship, but, like, I feel like they'll maybe be able to get back there and stay there for longer. Yeah, like, I feel like with Ed Orgeron, it was, oh, it's going to – I'm going to I'm gonna need five or six years to get to that amazing level, and then I'm not going to be able to maintain that because that's, like, a one – with him, I felt like it was, like, one of those things where it was, like, I I guess I can compare it to UVA in a sense. Yeah, thank you. Like I was, was going to I was going to say it. I was going to say it. Yeah, like <laughs> uh you know, it takes it takes a while to get to that 2018 season. It was 2018, correct? Well, they 2018 were... they made the Belk Bowl and they won the Belk oh. Bowl. 2019 oh, was 2019. Yeah. And um you know, it's with him it was just I feel like it's hard to sustain the program, but I think with Brian Kelly, especially with what we're seeing now with Let's be honest, a not very good team. Like, I mean, it's a good it's team. A good, it's, it's a good, good team, team, but I but I would say if it was It's not under, it's a very good team, but it's not like a top of the SEC team. Right. I I would say if it's under 
if this team was still under Ed Orgeron, they'd be in a completely different spot right now. Maybe, yeah. I mean, it's just two di- two completely different guys, you know. I mean, and but I just I don't know. I just feel like there's so much more opening for. I feel like I it's I it's kind of weird to be be able to say this, but I feel like the SEC is better than it has been. It's it's like extremely weird to say, but right? I feel like yeah, I know what you like. Every the top team is starting to get good. yeah. Like, the top teams are the same, like Georgia and Alabama and stuff. But Tennessee's now good. LSU's looking pretty good. Like, right. Florida looks like they're showing flashes of we're a future, especially with a new coach as well. Right, yeah. I completely agree on that. Yeah, I mean, all right, what's next, though? I mean, yeah, okay, what's next? Anything of importance? Like, other other important games. I mean, there was actually – there was a lot of – there was a lot of good football that happened this past weekend. Yeah, I, feel like. I am. I am working on it. My ESPN is kind of glitching right now. Nice. All right. We could – can we call Oklahoma bad? Oh. Are they certified I, yeah, bad? Yeah. Let, me, let, me, let me start out by ripping Oklahoma. Oklahoma right. is a – like, there is just no excuses for losing that game that badly to TCU. <laughs> Look, I know, I know it's a new system and it's still pretty early in the season, but Oklahoma – is a terrible team. You cannot you cannot blow a game to a like let's I know Kansas State is ranked now, but Kansas State's not that good of a team. You can't lose a game at home to Kansas State and then go on the road and get absolutely obliterated. Fifty five I mean you let TCU <laughs> drop fifty five on you and yeah, you I know. put up thirty. And like, I'm not I'm not trying to say I think Venerables he's been he was a very good defensive coordinator at uh at uh Clemson. Obviously, a big part of why they won the championships. But I, if I were him, I'd be really concerned as a defensive-minded head coach. Like, right. what's yeah, and going that, that's on? That's what's most surprising to me is that he's letting this all happen. And I kind of felt, I kind of felt like they would be like the dark horse, like top team in the Big Twelve because, as you probably know, the Big Twelve isn't necessarily known for their defense. Right. So I kind of felt like if they were able to bring the same offensive firepower as other teams, but also have a solid defense, um, then then it would be, then it would be a like a it would be one of the best teams in the Big Twelve. Yeah, and um, see, for me with um Oklahoma, I feel like I can never buy into Oklahoma because I feel like. Every year, except when they made the playoff with like, but even Oklahoma, then, with with, no one, with Baker they, and um and Kyler Murray, I feel like Oklahoma is always that team who will go. They'll, they'll maintain a top ten ranking. Honestly, I'll narrow it down even like a top eight ranking, and then they'll lose like a bad game, and then they won't make the playoff. I just feel like that's so Penn really State too. What'd you say? Sorry, that's so Penn State as well. When you, I uh, yeah, I agree with you because. I yeah, like I, I I literally just clicked on Penn State right now. Mm-hmm. Um they're they're also another team, like remember like three years ago, they were always like number three through six and then they just lose and then they drop down to like number twelve and then they wouldn't wouldn't lose again, but they'd be like eleven and one, but they'd have a terrible loss on the resume. Oh wow, I just saw it Penn State's up to ten. That's crazy. I know. That's what I'm saying. I, I, I'm afraid it's coming, but not only that, they have to play they have to go to Michigan Stadium. They have to – and then they play at home against a good Minnesota team. I mean, that's they, a tough three-game stretch. And then they got to play, see they them gotta play Ohio State as well. 
And then See, they got to play Maryland. Maryland is good. Maryland is 4-1, and one, and Maryland only lost by 7 to, to uh, Michigan. So, really, the Big Ten is is honestly kind of one. I think they're getting – they almost seem like they're becoming I – don't, I don't know. I feel like they're more interesting than the Big 12 is. Yeah, and especially with that addition, USC and UCLA, the next year, it's going to be a really fun conference to watch. Yeah, I know. Yeah, and one thing, one thing again, I want to touch on is, do you, do you think? Um, maybe very slightly. You know, I. It's too early for me to be able to say anything about them because. They, they've only, like, three of their games were UConn, Hawaii, and Colorado State. Yeah, Every and, you know, they have easy. a really easy schedule. If you're, I'm, I mean, I'm looking at it right now. Like, they're going to – most likely, they are going to win every game and then, prob- and then probably get – and probably lose to Ohio That's State. That's the game – okay, so two things. I think Michigan team-wise and coaching-wise, all that type of stuff, they are – a college football playoff team. I agree. Resume resume wise, they're not going to be a college football team unless, but unless on the other hand, they're able to beat Ohio State and do and win or show out well in the Big Big Ten title game. I just don't see how if they, even if they go eleven and one, lose to Ohio State closely, they mm-hmm. don't go to the Big Ten championship or they don't. Yeah, and they're not beat Ohio State. They're they're not a playoff team resume wise. Yeah, and uh, again, what I would say here is, I'm just I'm looking for the Michigan. If I'm an if I'm a college football playoff voter and all that, I'm looking here in these next weeks for Michigan to prove their offense because yeah. the offense, though though it's very it has a lot of firepower. It it's concerning over the last two games that it was not super explosive Plus. like we need them to be. For them I don't, to be a playoff team. I don't know if they're doing it more because they were playing trash teams, but yeah. the whole double quarterback thing as well. Right. I mean, two quarterbacks is no quarterback. Yeah. Yeah. That, I mean, I never thought about that, but that that's pretty good. Yeah. I agree. Like they, I don't know. They just, it's, it, you got to have one sustainable guy because you can't, you got to have one guy that's getting all the playing time that's soaking everything in at once if they're going right. to play at, like, the highest level, like the Big Ten championship game, like the national championship game, like the even the semifinals of the playoffs. Yeah, and, like, I don't really have an opinion on if McCarthy was the right person to play this year, but both both of those guys are very capable, obviously. Um, I can't remember his last name. I, I knew, McNamara? I, yeah, McNamara. Yeah. Obviously, he brought them to the playoff last year. But I, I mean, the, the, those two guys are both very capable quarterbacks, which I honestly I put, I like them both. Yeah, I agree. I mean, yeah. So I feel like I just feel like the SEC is somehow still improving. I feel like the Big Ten is just an interesting con- place to look at. Um, and do you want to do you have anything about Kansas? I was just about to say that. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, because they were they've been terrible. Like awful like for 10 years I mean, straight and i i will tell you right here right now it is their coach really you think so i promise i mean he has the mentality he has what it takes for to get this type of program off the ground like, yeah i mean it is 
it, it's in it's crazy honestly yeah i mean i just feel like i didn't i don't i kind of feel like i don't know how any coach can get a team like that up and running and and also i looked at it recently they like the 60th or 70th they like a middle of the pack recruiting class as well so it's not like they have any like mega talent that came in last year that's making them right and, and, out. The, and the thing that's i feel like that's different that their coach is doing is you know they're actually he's making them believe in themselves exactly like they and, they like and, and especially with getting all of the support around them like they've sold out two straight games in a row at Kansas that like that's unheard of yeah i know i don't i don't know how big their stadium is but like still i don't it doesn't matter yeah it's like i know they were i know they weren't selling out a year or two ago yeah i mean it was empty yeah it was it was, yeah like Remember the Duke game the other day? I had, it was like emptier than that, if that's even possible. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, um, you know, I if I'm if again if I'm uh, a voter, like obviously Kansas, I'm not saying they're far away from being a playoff team. But if I'm a top twenty-five voter here, I'm looking for them. Like this is this is a game that you need to win if you want to be seen as legit against TCU at home. Yeah. Like, I feel like they're just, they're just making the program that this dude is building. I feel like they're, it's just like, it's making these players believe it's making the fans believe it's making everyone in the country think like they're a good team. Like, like you can look at Duke. Duke had a close loss to them and Duke is four and one otherwise. But really, I feel like it's taking him more time to be able to build that and instill like the fire and like the, Mm -hmm. the hope and stuff, because I just looked at it. Only fifteen thousand people attended an SC or an ACC game at yeah, in the Duke UVA game. Right, and you know it's let's let's be real here. I don't I, for for me unless they can beat TCU, I don't really see them staying in the top twenty five that much longer. Like, yeah. I, trust me, I am rooting for them with everything I have. <laughs> but after this, if they don't win this TCU game, it's going to be rough. And even if they do, they're going to have to go on the road. I know Oklahoma's terrible, but that's a game they're probably going to lose, and then they have to go at Baylor, and then they're versus OK State. Yeah, and it's just a tough schedule. Yeah, I mean, it's just like I they're and TCU like they, they were the ones who came off being Oklahoma, right? Is Oklahoma still ranked? They better not be ranked. They are not ranked. They are not ranked. That is very. I don't even know if they're receiving votes. I I I, ho- I sure hope not. Yeah. <laughs> I mean that's let's a see. big red flag if you're a voter right there. Yeah, I'm, I'm not. I'm, let's see how many votes were they getting. Uh, Richmond got forty. Oh wait, that's in, that's the that's the FCS. That's the FCS poll. I was so confused. I scrolled down too far. Okay, yeah, North Dakota State. <laughs> okay, let's see. Oklahoma got two votes. Okay, well you know those are probably Oklahoma fans. <laughs> secretly, but they're on the AP vote. Uh, and the last thing about Kansas here is, again, like a lot of other teams, I'm looking for them to prove their offense here. Like, let's be honest here. They, they you know, a win's a win for, especially for Kansas. But, um, you know, that all, it wasn't a pretty game. No, yeah, I mean, but yeah, you're right. A W's a W, they're 5-0. and oh, I mean. Yeah. Uh, Man, if you time, go to, if you go twelve and zero, uh, beating it, uh, winning by one point, it's still dubs. Yeah, exactly. Uh, one other thing I want to touch on is James Madison. <laughs> as much as like <laughs> the the listeners don't know, 
but I am a huge William Mary fan, and I cannot hate JMU more. <laughs> but yeah, they're D one. I mean, so they're twenty. Not, they go from one year. They didn't even win the championship. They didn't win the FCS championship, and now they are number twenty nine in the big FBS. Like, are they actually number twenty nine? Yeah, they are. They have thirty nine votes. They're receiving more votes than Oklahoma and Purdue and A&M. They're receiving more, more votes than the SEC team to be right. A&M? All right, all right, they, they just beat Texas State. How am I supposed to feel about that? Well, they're just riding them because they're undefeated. But just wait. Just wait. They're going to lose. They're going to lose one of those games to, like, I don't know, like Marshall. I'm waiting or, for their or, demise. Oh, they play at ODU. <laughs> Let's go to that game. <laughs> Facts. Student section right there. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I they play Coastal Carolina to end the year. The the battle of the unpredictable teams at the moment. Because I feel like with Sunbelt, like those types of conferences like Sunbelt, you really don't know what you have in these teams, like especially like the seven and oh ones, until they play like a ranked team or a team from like a power five school. Yeah, I, I agree with that. You wanna do some predictions for next week? Yeah, let's do predictions for next week. All right, so who we who we going with first? I gotta re-pull it up if you know. Yeah, what I mean. give me a second on that. <laughs> yeah, give me. Right. This we is we not, can edit this out. This is, this is awkward. I don't know if we're gonna edit this out. Um, we gotta edit it out. <laughs> we gotta um, edit it out. <laughs> all right, hold up, hold up, hold up. All right, I'm, I'm in. I'm in. I'm all right, in. so I'm just looking at mostly the top twenty-five. Yeah, let's games. just go with the top twenty-five. We don't. Um, need to talk you know. I'll just quickly touch on this. I think Alabama is going to stomp over Texas A&M, even though Texas A&M came up with the upset. But this is not looking good for Jimbo. Like, yeah, Texas A&M game, cannot be. A&M is going to be 3-3. Three and three. Like, Yeah. Wait, didn't A&M beat them last year, though? They did on a game-winning field goal. That's right. I forgot about that. But other than that, Jimbo is having a lot of trouble with uh, them. Right, yeah. I think that was, like, the first time an, an assistant, like, that was – because that was before they played Kirby in, in Georgia last yeah, year. Yeah, that was, that the, was like first the first time. The first time an assistant from like Lane Kiffin still hasn't done it. Uh, Kirby hadn't done it at that time. Like yeah, so all right, all right, yeah. But so I'm I just have it right here. So let's just go with I'll run you through the games. I'll let you do all the talking and I'll just come in. Um, so the first one that we got here is Michigan against Indiana. They're supposed to win by 22. So over under. Um, over or under 22 points, and what's going to happen at Indiana? Okay, I need to look at this Indiana team real quick. You know, I honestly, I'm going to say that they win by over 22 points. Look, this Indiana team is not good. I'm, okay. I'm not, I'm not going to sugarcoat it here. Like, you, you, Cincinnati, that's not at Cincinnati. That's a hard game to win. And I understand the loss, but you can't lose to Nebraska. That's just Nebraska. Not, yeah, was that's it not real. Nebraska. Yeah, and was it after week three? Yeah, yeah. It, Scott Frost is gone. Yeah. Okay. And you know they're they're they are they have Michigan at home, and it's a noon game, so it's not going to be like everybody's there. It's going to be like you know it's they're they're sunny noon games, and I I. I need I need Michigan to prove their offense here, so I I, I think they yeah can win by over twenty two. Yeah, dude, they, I feel like I feel like even though they're five and zero, they're number four. They're still 
desperately kind of trying to prove themselves. Like, they're in that college football playoff spot at the moment. But obviously, right. so many things can change. Like, one team could look better than them. And so I feel like they, they're trying to say, like, hey, we, we just won this game. Say, say it's Sunday, next Sunday. Hey, we just won this game, like, 52 to 21. Look at us. We're good, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Tennessee and LSU. Tennessee is favored by two and a half at LSU. Yeah, I did definitely want to talk about this game. Like, I, I think I, I LSU's a good over. team, and you know, I think Tennessee, like th- those close spreads, it, they they never, it's never like you never take the under on those because nobody, like let's just be honest here, Tennessee's not going to win by one point. No, they're not going to win by like, like they're going to win. They're either going to win by like three or they're going to win by like fourteen or something like that. Yeah, I feel like so, I feel like this is a game that's going to be like. Oh, coming down to the wire, it's gonna be thirty-eight, thirty-four, or it's gonna be just like a forty-two to seventeen. Like, what? Why? Why did LSU even come? For yeah, for me, I, I I'm gonna take Tennessee here, even though I'm a big fan of LSU. But I think LSU can definitely play close. Like, if this game's gonna be sold out, even though it's at noon and everything. Like, the people down there love this team. Yeah, I agree. I feel like they're definitely gonna have the support, which I feel like it's gonna that's what's gonna make it closer. I think that it's gonna be a closer game than a lot of people expect. But right. if I were to predict it, I would still say like thirty eight to twenty eight or something. There I feel like I feel like it's gonna be a similar game to the Florida game. Tennessee is gonna be winning most of the game. LSU's always gonna be there like within fourteen points, but then they're gonna do some late stuff, but then Tennessee is just gonna hold yeah, on. Yeah, especially like I you know, I was worried seeing the final score of the Florida game for Tennessee, but you think about it, like that that last those last Florida points were garbage time touchdowns. Yeah, I know. Like they they honestly should have won by like fifteen or something like that. Yeah. All right. So you know, that part does slightly worry me, even though it really doesn't mean that much. But I mean, as long as as long as Tennessee doesn't screw it up here, they can Walk away with, honestly, this would be a big resume boost. It's hard to win at LSU. Yeah, I agree. Um, Kansas, you all right? So you choose Kansas, TCU, uh, Ohio State, Michigan State, or Auburn, Georgia. What do you want to talk about? Or Mississippi State, Arkansas? Um, let's talk about Kansas first because I just want to say one thing: Georgia okay. and Auburn. That should be a blowout, but you know, if Georgia's been playing like that like, what they have for the last two weeks. Then Yeah, but I still feel like what Georgia has that a lot of teams don't have, they can have a crappy offense right? Yeah, and they still, still win because their defense is so good. And uh, for the Michigan State-Ohio State game, I expect nothing but an absolute blowout. Michigan State sucks. Yeah, I know they, they, they're another one of those teams that I – didn't, I didn't think that they were ever, like, number 10, but I definitely didn't think that they were bad. Bro, they lost at Maryland. They are two Hey, Maryland's three. good. Maryland's good. I know, but that's such a bad loss. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but I feel like yeah, with 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 Georgia, it's like I don't the, the line is 29 and a half. It's not going to be a close game, but I don't I don't really see how the offense has told me enough that we can score enough points to to say we can win 30, 30 yeah. by 30 points. I, I think they're they're not going to have any trouble winning, but I just don't see them winning by 30 points because I don't think they can even put, like, 40 or 50 on the scoreboard. 
Especially also if you look at Alabama's or Auburn's past games, like they they were twenty one to seventeen, seventeen to fourteen. Like they get up sixteen, sixteen, and then the forty one to Penn State, but then it's fourteen and seventeen. Like they're not giving I know George is better, but I feel like their offense isn't that way. They're not they're not I I just feel like Georgia's offense plus Auburn's solid defense isn't um what is gonna boil up a thirty point win. Yeah, and also I I mean I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised if we got over these next few days, the announcement that Brian Arson has gotten fired from Auburn. Yeah. That that dude has not like he like see I've listened to the Paul Feinbaum show and you know he does <laughs> SEC a lot. Yeah. And he's been saying like he's a good coach, but Auburn is just not a good fit for him. Yeah. I he's he's kinda he's basically he's, he's a little bit of a Bronco clone. Yeah, okay. No, I'm not even kidding. No, I'm not saying I'm not saying in terms of like being bad or anything. Like yeah. I'm just saying like like just the way that they present themselves, like in terms of like personality and stuff. I feel like Harson definitely is a little bit more of a personality than Bronco does. But yeah. in a, in a few ways they're definitely like similar people. Yeah, I can I I can see that. Yeah, like you they they just the straight face on the sideline. Like I feel like the only time I've ever watched Bronco get so hype was when they beat Tech. Yeah. Like, he was running up and down the sideline, like, trying to avoid the Gatorade. Uh-uh. But we were good that year. I mean, so, I mean, I could see that. But, okay, any – any there's, there's Utah, UCLA. There's Texas Tech at Oklahoma. There's – Oklahoma State. There's Cincinnati, South Florida. There's Ole Miss, Vanderbilt. There's uh, – is there any – are you watching this? Or is there any other game that you kind of feel like is – So, your- I'm going to – I'm definitely going to touch on Kansas at some point. But – that UCLA Utah game, that is a huge game. Like I know, see, honestly, you could call it you could call it like not really home field advantage for UCLA because it's the Rose Bowl. You heard me talk about this the other day. No, but yeah, I, I'm gonna reiterate that UCLA needs to get their butts out of the Rose Bowl stadium. They they have no nobody shows up to their games, and if they had an on campus stadium, it would like there'd be so much energy and hype around the team, and that would boost them even further. Yeah, probably. I mean, I think so. Like, let's let's see. Uh, where where are they? Uh, I'm, okay, so UCLA. They're five and zero. They're number eighteen. There should be some good hype around them. Their last game had. Let's see. They playing a ranked team. Forty seven percent full. Yeah, I mean that's that's stupid. They're playing a ranked team in prime time on the West Coast. Seven thirty for West Coast people. They're four and zero. Washington's four and zero. Yeah, and exactly. Like that's the game where. Everyone's gonna be there. If like, there's everyone's one game, rallying around that team. For yeah, that's like the one game, like the UVA Tech game. That's the one game UVA and Tech fans are like, "Oh my God, this is the game!" Like yeah. this should be one of their the games, but it, it just right. wasn't. Like, how far is Pasadena from their thing? Uh, I'm not sure, but that it's just they need to get the heck out of there that stadium. I, I just feel like also it, it, it's just more. I feel like it would be more of a comfortable setting if they're in their own place in their own stadium Mm -hmm. and for utah i think if they have any hopes left of the playoff or getting near there this is this is definitely a must-win game and they're gonna need to if they're hoping for the playoff they're gonna need to win in dominant fashion yeah no i agree um but ucla can def like this this is a this is this is a defined season game for both programs yeah i agree especially with 
I mean, UCLA without a loss, this is a huge game because, you know, as long as you don't have a loss, anything's the door is pretty much yeah, open. Plus, I already feel like at the moment they already look better than Utah does because Utah does right. have that one loss. Like, you know how important it is to not lose games in order to to keep your spot in the college football life. Yeah, now I know they lost to Florida. Florida's a solid team, but they're they're unranked. They already have two losses. They're no they're no like, oh, let's brush off that loss. They're just too good of a team type of game. Yeah. Yeah. And then Finally, I'm going to touch on Kansas. Okay. Um, You know, I actually do like the spread of this game. TCU is favored by seven. Okay. I think, like, look, I know Kansas is at home, and they're just slightly – um, they're just two ranks behind TCU. But, you know, this is going to have to be an upset here. Like, this, this is – TCU's a much better team right now, in my opinion, because I just haven't – like I know, I know it's still a big deal for Kansas to be here, but their schedule hasn't really proved much to me yet. Yeah, I mean, and I mean, and I mean, you can't you can't really expect it to this early in the season. Well, either. yeah, I mean, they've only played five games. Like this is where, like the last couple of weeks is where really like the conference stuff really starts. Right, right, and so if the if Kansas has aspirations to, like, if if they they're have, not making the playoff or anything. <laughs> No, oh, oh no. <laughs> I wasn't even gonna begin to get there. <laughs> yeah. But if they if they want to try to be a top fifteen team, this is a must win game. And like, you know, it's crazy to think about six games into the season, they could clinch a bowl game. Like they could, yeah, clinch I know. eligibility for a bowl game. And and really, the way their season's going, if they can keep it up, they're really like they're looking like they could if they do well enough. I don't know what the criteria is in the Big Twelve for a New Year's Six game, but if they can get, like, 10 wins, they, they could potentially get there. Yeah, that would be crazy. Which I, I don't I, – I feel like I don't expect them to, but I wouldn't be surprised if they were able to. Yeah. Like, I, I you, would – You know, I, I, of course, I'm a big fan of Kansas. I, I do think they're overrated right now, but it, I, I am just cheering for them so much to win this game against TCU. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, Yeah, but – all right. Do Do you have anything else to? Uh... Um, not really. <laughs> yeah. No. I think I think that was good. That, that was forty eight minutes. Yeah. Oh wait. <laughs> Hold on. I want to give a shout out to William and Mary. All right. All right, everybody. All my listeners, or, or all Preston's listeners here, um, <laughs> go to Zabel Stadium Saturday, <laughs> October eighth, I believe, versus Delaware. Biggest game of the season. Number 17, William Mary. Number 6, Delaware. All in, baby. All in. <laughs> All right. There you have it. Uh, William Mary trying to, I guess, get a good spot in the FCS championship tournament, right? 24 teams. Yes. Yes, sir. All right. Yeah, well, yeah, thank you, Evan. That was definitely a lot of fun for yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, that was a lot of fun. Yeah, we should, we should definitely do that again. Maybe we can grab, like, Jake Juan on here or something at some point. Yeah, yeah. Just not, <laughs> Just not David. <laughs> we wouldn't get to anything else other than UVA for an hour. Oh wait, wait. <laughs> yeah, you guys can have the debate on Bronco and Elliot Tony Elliott. Maybe, maybe we can have our own podcast separately. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, do you do you want to do this again on like Sunday? Oh yeah, for sure. Let's let's definitely do this again. Or maybe, maybe even like yeah. Well, not not Saturday, then, but like Sunday in the morning because we can discuss like where we think teams are going to be ranked and everything 
Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's just a sign of everything to come if anyone's listening right now. Obviously not, but you you know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, well I think we got a lot. That was good. Yeah. Yeah, all right. Definitely well, going to be one of the longer podcasts, it looks like. Oh, yeah, it's going to be my longest podcast, but I almost like double it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, all right. Well, yeah. Thank you, Evan. Uh, we'll see yeah. you. Thank you. Yeah. A lot of fun, and we'll do it again. All right. All right. Bye. Bye. Thank you guys so much for listening to that episode. Um, It was a very fun episode for me to make, and I hope you enjoyed it, especially if you made it this far all the way to the end. Um, Yeah, I mean, obviously, I was like double the length of any of my other podcasts. Um, But yeah, thank you guys so much for listening to that episode. Um, We will, I will talk to you again soon on the show. I guess we will talk to you again soon on the show. That is something that I never thought I would say, or not necessarily, but, you know. Um, Yeah, so I will talk to you next time, and... Be sure to follow me on Twitter. Be sure to follow the show. Be sure to share it with your friends if you enjoyed it. Um, Talk to you next time. And per Evan's request, uh, William Mary, I guess the fight song will be played as the outro. (laughs) Enjoy.